0: You are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to one more game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging.
1: Boy, you guys sure do
0: complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games... We've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, the Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle.
1: What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt.
2: Welcome, One More Gamers, to One More Game Podcast. This is episode 43 on 8 March 2023. I am your host, as always, The Stroke, joined by the illustrious video games, extraordinaire players, Swift and I'm Pickle Matt. Boys, welcome. What's going on?
1: I'm playing video games for the first time this week, so I'll be playing Hades (laughs) because this is my free time for the week, it seems.
3: and uh i am doing great i actually finished hogwarts legacy today and oh i feel proud of myself you're a, you're a wizard Swift. i never i never so my one disappointment was i never actually got avada kedavra
2: oh never used what? it never even learned
3: it but still beat the game do you which murder clearly people? which clearly means my level of skill is top tier without having the killing <laughs> curse
2: yeah how many uh cruciatus curses did you use a lot yeah, wait so a lot here's
1: a those. here's a question if you use avada Kedavra or whatever on like a uh high health enemy it's not like a one-shot insta kill right
3: no it is unless it's a boss
1: oh yeah okay so why would oh, never mind i don't know how that balance works well, it's what happens
3: is you create a horcrux and it makes you uh, lose part of your soul when you do it. So That's right. And by the end of the game, you have 11 teen horcruxes
1: scattered <laughs> around the world. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, with that being said, I'm glad you uh, you beat a game in 2023. I think that's one more than you beat in 2022.
3: That's true.
2: I'm excited for you, and uh, now you can move on to bigger and better things. And speaking of bigger and better things, we're going to be talking about the biggest thing in all of gaming, and that is Mario. That is our major topic for the day in celebration of what's happening in two days on Mario Day, March 10th. If you're not tracking as a nerdy gamer, MAR10 spells Mario for some reason. Uh, We're going to celebrate that by going over the illustrious history of that uh, Italian stallion himself. But before we do that, we will jump into some news for the week. All right, guys, it's happened yet again. Garfield from Bethesda has been delayed to September, but we do know for sure that, and by for sure, I mean definitely getting delayed again, but going to be released in September of this year with uh, an announcement coming out earlier today that it'll be a uh featured in a starfield direct on june 11th for that game so uh i don't know the more you guys see this thing the more it gets delayed what's your excitement level slash uh cynicism level for this game
3: i really want to play it i'm i don't i don't understand why studios do this where they delay and then they delay and then they delay it's like say hey. It's, it's not working.
2: Delay to delay. We're,
3: we're going to put it out at whenever we feel like.
2: Yeah, it is kind of weird when they keep doing that. It, it kind of that's when I start kind of getting like bad feels like cyberpunk style, but uh man, this thing has been cooking for quite some time. It's been a long time since we've gotten anything from Bethesda, really. Yeah.
1: Don't they have like a 11 deep bajillion planets that you're supposed to be able to explore in that game?
2: Yeah, something like 15,000 planets or something, which another game I remember promising such great things was No Man's Sky. And uh, they did have yeah. infinite amount of planets, it seemed like, but uh, I forgot to mention that you, you will literally never see another person in that game in its original form. Uh, but I don't know, man, Starfield looks cool. But I do sometimes have a problem getting invested in like the realistic type space games. I don't know about you guys.
1: Yeah, like Halo.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, the most realistic space game I ever got truly involved in was Mario Galaxy. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, mine was Ker- Kerbal Space Program, which we talked about last <laughs> week in a, or two weeks ago. And uh, that's not really super involved. But um, I don't know. I, I still think the game looks really cool if they can figure it out. It seems like it just keeps, it's just inevitable that it gets delayed another six months or whatever it happens to be.
1: I'm very weary of uh, the games that promise massive worlds like that. I just, a lot of times I don't enjoy that type of game and then a lot of times it gets delayed infinitely and doesn't end up being that cool. So right. we'll see.
2: We've all played those open world games, right? Where even in the size of like a town, the town feels empty, right? Yeah. They just you just can't put enough yeah. like hustle and bustle in there, let alone a galaxy, right? I don't know how that works, but Yeah. We'll see. If you're excited about that. It's-
3: just rinse and repeat yeah <laughs> like every fourth planet is the same kind of animation that's kind of how no man's well, yeah, sky we'll felt
2: see. uh with the way they kind of procedurally generated like the animals and stuff but whatever yeah we'll see hopefully it's good i hope uh all right jumping into another uh <laughs> the continuing clash between sony and microsoft in this activision blizzard king acquisition uh sony has reportedly uh reports that they are worried that xbox this this is just starting to get petty because I, I don't know how they could ever s- think this would happen but xbox will find ways to sabotage call of duty on playstation to try to get players over to you know microsoft's platforms uh the quote was microsoft might release a playstation version of call of duty where bugs and errors emerge only on the game's final level or after later updates even if such Degradations could be swiftly detected. Any remedy would likely come too late, by which time the gaming community would have lost confidence in PlayStation as the go-to venue for Call of Duty. Okay. There's, like, on one side, like, yeah, worrying that this isn't the best for the health of the gaming industry is one thing, but, like, thinking that Microsoft is purposely sabotaging, I don't know, what What are your thoughts on this uh, This report from Sony? Is it starting to get
3: a little Dude. weird? This reminds me of just the news in general, where everyone's (laughs) speculating on what might could happen. Like, what are we talking about? We think they might introduce bugs.
1: I just right at the end of the game. Like, no. I think it's funny that an eighty gigabyte game that they assume is going to be sabotaged with bugs, as if they're not already like, as if these programmers are able to like sabotage it like that.
2: Yeah, they do a good enough also, job sabotaging it like on accident. Yeah, yeah.
3: Also, if you look at the player base of Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 right now, it's horrendous. Nobody wants to play it. Nobody's playing Modern Warfare 2, or Warzone 2. Warzone, yeah. Because everyone's so sick of it. Everyone's complaining about Warzone 1, and then we got Warzone 2.0, and now everyone wants Warzone 1 back, because surprise, we're fickle creatures yeah yeah, but like what are we talking about you're speculating that another company could sabotage a future like I don't know it's so absurd
2: I just want to like think about what you're saying you're saying that Microsoft who owns the company that makes Call of Duty would purposely make their game messed up (laughs) like how does that make any sense yeah I don't know whatever Uh, Sony poor Sony uh well good news for them though (laughs) discord finally available on the playstation 5. uh we talked about this a while back but now we can finally have xbox play playstation and pc players all refusing to talk on discord together and trying to make in-game chat work so it's available
1: just delete just get rid of in-game chat let's save that that billion lines of code and just everybody migrate to discord I mean, I assume that the 85 gigabytes that Modern Warfare 2 is is at least a little bit voice chat. So let's trim it down. Everybody get on Discord.
2: Yeah, you can go and check out Discord's update to how to make that work. But basically, you have to link your PlayStation account with Discord. And then you have to start a Discord voice chat on your mobile app or whatever on your iPhone or or however that works. And then transfer the call to your playstation so still still ain't quite it boys like someone still needs to crack this nut on in-game chat for all platforms because yeah. uh, oh hello nintendo do you even exist in this online uh, arena no you don't
1: no oh. they do not friend mm, codes
3: nope. well cool <laughs> 30, 37 digit friend codes
2: <laughs> hi uh, are you ready to copy my uh, friend code yeah, hold on let me. Uh. <laughs> yeah
1: dude give it hand it to nintendo they own it though they're just like we're gonna leave this as shitty as possible and we don't care this is yeah. not what we're doing we're it, not doing online gaming it is absurd
2: uh but it's an option now for you on playstation so get after it all right guys last piece of news uh we've been talking about this for a while but more on the the blizzard microsoft merger uh I think it was what two episodes ago we basically said like Europe is definitely not planning on passing this and then last episode we said Microsoft made some friendly deals with Nintendo and Nvidia and now is it Reuters or Reuters I can't I don't even I
3: think, ever. It, I think it's Reuters Reuters uh they're
2: reporting that this thing is likely to pass now based on what's happened in the last couple of weeks so uh the deal is uh or the decision has to come from them by april twenty fifth and all sources are pointing towards this thing moving forward at least in the European sector. Uh, one interesting thing that came out about this, so <laughs> you remember when this stuff kind of started happening, and Sony was demanding that Microsoft r- release the details on all their uh game pass kind of exclusives that they had with all these indie developers and whatnot. And then Sony started uh, bitching about this activism blizzard king uh, merger. Well, now Sony is being subpoenaed by the EU court to reveal the details about their third party uh, exclusive deals with the likes of Square Enix and what they got going on with Kojima's studio. So now the tables have, how the turns have tabled.
3: Yeah, the turn (laughs) tables
2: uh what what what's your let's let's get some money on this who's who's going uh pass in the eu Swift
1: pickle matt i say i think it i think it's going to pass the articles i was reading says it's probably going to pass
2: the saga continues and we will continue to bring you the news on that but uh yeah i i just don't see this not happening. Microsoft is gonna do whatever they need to to make the deal happen. Too much money I just, at stake.
1: I, I can't wait for it to be uh, done because then I won't have to freaking hear about it anymore. And I'll just get <laughs> right. to play video games. Yeah. I, d-
2: I did see a cool article. I think it was in, it was either in Forbes or some other you know kind of news source like that, that it was basically an article that said why Microsoft should revive Heroes of the Storm. And it was published in like an actual
0: uh, oh what? news
2: source. So I was like, "Oh baby,
0: <laughs>
1: here we go!" Don't yeah. hold your breath. It's happening, dude. Revival, dude. Uh, some blogger that got a column on Forbes for the day. That guy. <laughs> that guy's. Check out one more game, dude. Come, yeah, come play with us. You're our
2: guy. He he's the guy you see in a RAM that's like level four thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, that is the news for the week, guys. If you're uh, in the chat, we'd love to hear from you. There's a bunch of you there, but uh, if this is your first time in the live stream, go ahead and leave that follow, and uh, you'll get alerted every time we do go live. But we will jump right into the game's radar for the week. All right, not going to lie to you, there's a lot of games coming out this week, and they're all kind of, uh, I don't know, take it as you will. They may be hit or miss. Uh, so pickle matt why don't you lead us off
1: all right number one uh oni oni road to the mightiest oni okay so <laughs> is this is
2: this is my vote for worst <laughs> video game title of the year slash all time
1: that's the real <laughs> thing that is i thought real. you were joking i thought there was a typo
2: oni road right. to the mightiest oni
1: <laughs> okay cool and uh, hopefully that title is a joke but it comes out tomorrow on switch pc and playstation Uh, break your enemies souls to reclaim your pride in oni road to the mightiest oni an (laughs) action-packed tale of sky and wind upon an island quest uh yeah
3: did anybody look up what oni means no like
2: why don't you get us the
1: road
3: to the mightiest oni road to be the mightiest oni
1: the worst it's a it's a type of uh japanese demon or orc or troll it, oh. it sounds
2: like if you asked an AI to make a video game name what they would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that could yeah, be a good segment great.
1: on the podcast. Let's do we should do that on the podcast. We should do a chat GPT segment of of video. Ridiculous game,
2: uh, AI. <laughs> <laughs> uh it looks kinda cool. It kinda gives me Breath of the Wild vibes, uh, but I can't exactly tell like what the game loop is, like if you're fighting or what, but it's action adventure. Uh looks interesting at a bare minimum so uh, check that out that comes out uh march 9th on switch pc and playstation all right swift i got this one for you because uh
3: this is just right up your (laughs) right up your alley uh yeah you bet um so master plan tycoon comes out tomorrow on steam Master Tycoon is a minimalistic resource management sim that challenges players to build the largest logistics system possible. Real time strategy and man- management sim fans will build interconnected production chains to deliver products to their intended destinations.
2: Oh, Craig the Ghost with the Tier 1 sub. Thanks for your six months, you the man. Oh, and,
3: uh, Craigers. Craig. we'll have a we'll have a good
2: podcast thanks to you but uh yeah master Clan tycoon swift look at this yeah you know no what?
3: this sound this sounds like like my nightmare yeah i don't want to do this at all <laughs>
2: this looks like a uh operations resource management homework assignment <laughs> this
3: oh this God. actually oh, sounds so like terrible. something this actually sounds like something that craig would do for homework in college and i would just copy him nice <laughs> which is why i have my mechanical engineering degree um so yeah greg <laughs> hop on that and let me see what we got
2: dude i'm looking at this thing and i'm like if you're gonna do this shit you might as well just learn how to program unreal engine because it's a lot of the same stuff in the graphics based
1: yeah. uh, programming <laughs> Hey, guys, I asked ChatGPT for, I need a new video game name for an action Japanese RPG. <laughs> and number four was Oni Hunter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I told you, dude.
1: Yeah.
2: Oni, become the hunter of Oni, Oni.
1: Well, <laughs>
3: I mean, good for series ChatGPT because that's better than the name that we just talked about.
2: Truth. Valid. All right, all right. Well, let's move on. Master Plan Tycoon is not for you, but uh, Pickle Matt, there's a game coming out on, what date is it? March 10th for PlayStation VR 2. This this game has been out for a while, but uh, I figured we'd kind of highlight it because we have talked about PlayStation VR 2. I just thought it was a cool concept that I hadn't realized before. But basically, Before Your Eyes comes out March 10th. Uh, only on PlayStation VR 2. It's been out on other platforms, but uh, it is an interactive afterlife played through real-life blinks. Embark on an emotional first-person narrative adventure where you control the story with your eyes. So basically the story is you died, and you're going to basically watch your life flash before your eyes, and you're going to progress the story by blinking, which the PlayStation VR 2 can pick up. Uh, so it might be kind of cool, a little experience to check out and see if what kind of story they had told. If you're looking for something to jump into on the uh, newly acquired PlayStation VR 2. Uh, depending,
1: I'm on gonna lose. I would lose that game every time I try not to blink. I blink a ton. I
3: was about to say. I don't know how you. I I blink so off. I wouldn't be able to track the story
2: because I blink so much. <laughs> you're just crying <laughs> by the time <laughs> yeah. you get <do> it. <laughs>
1: I, I need to know what happens. You
2: don't have to cry. Wow, that game must be really good. Swift was crying when he took the headset <laughs> Yeah. The, the
1: the concept is cool. I was thinking about the eye tracking and the PSVR and what it might be able to do. Uh, you could make some really easy, creative games that are either terrifying or fun, like where it's all darkness except for where your eyes are looking and you have to like move... Move the flashlight beam beam around, and there's like demons and sh- I don't know. I oh yeah, I easy. mean,
2: imagine the X Men Cyclops game where you kill things with your eyes. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that's a home run, dude.
1: I don't know. That never that concept never made sense to me because you wouldn't be able to see where you're shooting as soon as the lasers come out.
3: Leave it to Pickle Matt to
1: uh, ruin the fantasy of
3: to to ruin all of my X Men dreams back
1: in the day. Dude, it's just a. They just stole off of Superman anyway. Guy's garbage.
2: I want to do like, uh, <laughs> what is it in the Incredibles where the baby goes cross-eyed to cut the thing down? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Swift. Why don't you? F- why don't you uh, finish off the game's radar for this week with uh, Bleak Faith Forsaken? That also sounds like an AI-generated uh, video
3: game name, but. <laughs> Yeah, Belief Faith Forsaken. Uh, two days is still the eighth. Yeah. Uh, on Friday. It comes out on PC. Uh, Belief Faith Forsaken is a third-person open world survival horror action horror action RPG where you play as one of the Forsaken. The last frontier of humanity against the growing horrors of the Omnistructure. I so I threw this one on here is.
2: because we're all Elden Ring fans, and if for some reason there's not enough Elden Ring in Elden Ring, this game looks like a straight-up ripoff of Elden Ring, which is cool because I think it's indie-developed and all that kind of stuff. But uh, some of the creatures in here I watch in this trailer are definitely creepy-looking, uh, and the boss fights look tough. But
1: Oh, yeah, wow. I feel like every week we see a game that looks like a ripoff of Elden Ring. Yeah, it has a huge I mean,
2: following, right? Like people. How love. could
3: you not these days? Yeah.
1: Yeah. True.
2: But yeah, some of the stuff is uh, pretty creepy. So if you need some more of that uh, souls like in your life, Bleak Faith Forsaken, March tenth, PC. Check it out. Let us know how it is. Dude,
3: that spider lady looks terrifying. Yeah,
2: I was I was thinking the same thing with that face. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, those are the games we're kind of pointing you towards this week. There's a ton of games coming out, but they're all a little uh, obscure. So maybe Swift will get in there and let you know how some of them are. Maybe he won't. Yes, sir. Uh, But we will move on. But before we do, we'll ask that you reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter or Instagram or email us at OMG podcast GG at gmail.com and let us know what games you're excited about games we missed on the radar that we're completely dismissing the mark on. And uh, we'll, we'll be sure to cover those in the next episode. Or you can reach out to us at one more games discord, which pickle Matt will post in the chat and you can find in the a link in the description for the podcast. That's our, our discord, our, our private discord where we, uh, we game with all our friends and uh, the community's growing slowly, but surely. And we'd love to have you guys join us and uh, join us, uh, some cool video game times but now let's get into it boys the man the myth the legend Mario does Mario have a last name <laughs> have you guys ever heard if Mario brothers know, oh, actually. His last name? Uh. is his last name brothers <laughs>
1: I bet Google knows. Does Chat GPT? Mario, Mario. Okay. Mario
2: Mario. Mario, Mario. Mario, Square.
3: There it is. So is it Luigi, Luigi? No. no is they, he's, are they cousins? Or
1: he, are they brothers? or? If they're he's brothers. It's a Japanese creation.
2: It's Luigi, oh, right. Mario, then. Yeah.
1: It's like Yokomashi or something, probably, because he's a Japanese creation. Mario, Yokomashi.
2: Well, we uh we 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 figured we couldn't uh let Mario Day pass without talking about the little mustached hero himself. So, uh boys, let's start off with this, okay? I'll ask you each of us will answer three questions about Mario, okay? I want to know what your favorite Mario game is, period. Doesn't have to be a mainline game. It could be a shoot a spin-off or a sports game, whatever. What is the best Mario power-up? And finally, your answer to this question, whether or not Mario is stuck in the friend zone with Princess Peach. Swift, what do you get? <laughs> wh-
3: All right, so I thought about this. I think, my, I, I think there's kind of two for me. So I never played any of the, the no kidding original NES Marios because mm-hmm. I didn't have an NES growing up. But I used to go over to my aunt and uncle's house and play Super Mario World on super nintendo and so that is kind of how i grew up playing video games right right off the bat yeah i don't know why your thing's so blurry that's crazy (laughs) That's really i don't know what's happening um so it's it for me it's between super mario world for super nintendo or mario 64. because that like that is truly when i came into my own as a gamer you know had it as my own system spent many many hours throwing penguins off cliffs (laughs) um
1: as one does
3: yeah so i think those are my my two i don't know that i can truly decide between the two
2: yeah fine okay uh what is the best mario power-up
3: my favorite power-up is the star I mean, it makes you invincible. How can you not love that? It's
2: like saying Superman is the best superhero. Like, come on. Well,
0: all right.
3: I'm I, I'm neither agreeing nor disagreeing with that. I'm <laughs> just saying the star is my
1: favorite. Hopefully, hopefully Mario lends himself better to movies than Superman does.
2: I think the star yeah. has probably been, I, I guess maybe the mushroom, but uh, I think the star has probably been the most insistent one in all the games.
3: Yeah.
0: Alright.
3: And uh Um and then friend zone, I think one hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. He he's he's stuck in that friend zone. Yeah, I guy. think Peach teases him every once in a while. But yeah, yeah no, he, he ain't he ain't there. Just dangling it. Yep.
2: Dangling that Peach. All right. Pickle Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Mario game. What you got?
1: <clears throat> um with recency bias, I'd say super Mario odyssey, but if I'm going to dive back into my memories as a kid, oh, either that's
3: such a good one too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Either Mario Kart 64 or just any of the Mario parties that were on Nintendo, uh, 64. I just remember playing the shit out of those. It was, uh, probably my most favorite gaming memories, uh, with the couch co-op and whatnot. So those are mine. I don't know. I think odyssey is one of the most perfect games the uh platformers has been made so far
3: yeah Um, i agree with you i i agree as well that game is really really good
1: yeah but uh best power up i think is the the one i remember the most is uh enjoying getting was the feather to be a tanuki uh which is a real animal oh really Yeah, so if you drive on the highway in some parts of Japan, you'll actually see, instead of like a deer crossing sign, you'll see a Tanuki crossing sign.
3: Do they fly? They do not. Okay, so
1: it's not a real animal. Uh, No, it's a real animal. It's just uh, they give it extra powers in the game, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did like, uh, it that was like my first experience with like secret areas uh was in super mario bros 3 on nintendo uh, super nintendo because remember you could fly and you could go into the cloud area where there's like a bunch of coins up there oh yeah if you if you flew enough um so that was cool um cool and then for the friend zone dude toad is totally tapping that man (laughs) (laughs) just behind the scenes yeah you know like he is sus like you can tell is it Toad that's,
3: or is it Yoshi? You think,
1: dude? No, I don't. I don't. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that mushroom. I chip. think. I think, <laughs> I think. I think. Yoshi's uh, hitting that Daisy. Oh, oh nice, yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Now
2: nah, he's got Birdo. You feel me?
1: Uh, yeah, that's right.
2: Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, you guys got some good picks. Um, I don't know if either of you have much experience with the uh, Super Mario Galaxy games, but uh, I think Super Mario Galaxy Two is probably my favorite game. Um, Those are. Yeah, I, I don't of, think I've ever played a Super Mario Galaxy. They are. They are extremely good. The only downside really? of them is the motion controls, but with you can actually kind of get around that nowadays. Uh, what were
3: the? What are they on? They were
2: on. Wii, I was the first one on Wii or GameCube. I think it was on Wii. Okay. And then I think the other one came out on Wii as well and then was on Wii U.
3: Wow, yeah. I never oh. never played any of them.
2: A lot of what you see in Odyssey is kind of foundationally in the Galaxy games kind of yeah, the way it kind of works. Uh so it's really cool, but Man, those games are fun and kind of like mind blowing when you're on these little planets. Remember the old uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z episodes where he's running around that little planet, and he oh yeah like keeps going around. Yeah. somewhere that it gives you that same feel only with Mario. Like you keep you run around you. The levels are basically little self contained spheres, and you do all the stuff on top of these spheres, and uh, it's just really fun and cool and oh. kind of crazy what okay. they do with gravity and all that. Highly recommend, yeah, it's, it's and I will uh, I will show you how to put those on your Steam Deck at some point, uh, because you legally own them. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, let's sure, see. Sure, My sure. favorite
2: power up is the same but different as Pickle Matt. It is the feather, but from Super Mario World to get the yellow cape. Uh, I loved Ooh, yeah. flying with that thing and diving. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, those. That's definitely the best one. And the cape is just the most annoying thing you can do when people are watching you play that game and just spin around, and it makes that <laughs> noise the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, best power up for show. And uh, yeah, for I show. have a theory that Luigi and Peach are actually low key, uh, as the kids say, behind the scenes, and they just don't want to break mario's heart so they don't ever tell him and she just no kinda, she just kinda everyone knows
1: Luigi is gay oh yeah that's the thing you can't say
3: that because he's tall
1: uh I no him and war him and warrior are definitely chipped because he's tall oh. <laughs> <That's-> Swift, <laughs> is that an insecurity of yours <laughs> <laughs>
2: the tallest guy here says
0: nice <laughs> was- <All> right, dude <laughs> You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, all right, all right, all right,
2: fine. All right, so we talked a little bit about where we stand on, on the Mario, on, on the man. Uh, so let's jump in real quick. We'll just cover some history. We won't get too deep into all this stuff because uh, you could go... You could talk for ma- about Mario for hours and hours, but uh, let's just cover some of the mainline games, kind of how it all happened. So 1985, Super Mario Brothers is released on the Nintendo Entertainment System, or the Famicom, I think it was called, in Japan. Uh, and yeah, what else? what else can you say about it? I mean, it started a whole generation's worth of Video games and fans of the game. I mean, some of my earliest memories in childhood are that game, right? We've talked about this game uh, before, but uh, yeah. Uh, And so this kind of is the thing that saves Nintendo as a company, right? And makes this a lucrative connection in the U.S. market, especially. Uh, So this is kind of funny. In 86, the lost levels are released in Japan as kind of like a number two. Uh, but they deemed that it was too hard for the uh, North American audience, so they just called it the Lost Levels. Uh, so you can still play those. They actually are very difficult, so probably a good choice on their on their part. Uh, what do you guys know about Super Mario Bros. 2 as we know it?
3: Swift, you said you never played that one. No, I, I think I... So you talked about Super Mario Bros. as like the... I think that was like the first game that I truly ever played. Yeah. But I was I was too young to truly appreciate it. Yeah. So I never I never really got into it until I was old enough. You know, that came out came out in '85. I was born in '88. So I obviously wasn't playing that when I was one. Um so it took me a few years to truly appreciate the the artistry that is the Mario World. Um and I played the original super mario Bros. and then immediately got into super mario world yeah uh, on the snes
1: wait are we saying super mario world is the first mario game no no
3: super mario bros brothers
2: no, but
1: no mario mario's first game was uh the donkey kong game
2: yes but this is we're just talking mainline mario games dog like okay okay
3: Canon. This is can. Canon. Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> canon. Exactly. If you aren't aware Mario
2: what uh, Pickle Matt's referring to, Mario initially started as what? What was he? Jumpman. They called him.
1: Yeah, Jumpman.
2: Yeah, in uh, the original Donkey Kong arcade game, and uh, would jump over the little barrels and get the hammer. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know this, but he wasn't trying to save Princess Peach in that game. You know, remember her name? Oh,
3: no, he probably, I don't. It was a side chick.
2: Yeah, Pauline. He shows up in uh, Mario Odyssey. She sings the
1: song. Pauline, Pauline died. That's why uh, uh, in canon. That's why he's after Peach now.
3: Pauline is Pauline also a Super Smash Bros. character on the Switch? Uh,
2: no. The blonde-haired like fairy one. Palatina or something like that.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, Palpatine. I think that's that's the Fire Emblem Palpatine. (laughs) anyways wrong canon but uh here we go yeah so super mario brothers 2 was actually a reskin of a game that was already designed called doki doki panic i'm glad that they went and decided (laughs) to change that because that that is in the running for worst video game name ever besides uh Mm -hmm. oni become the world's greatest oni uh (laughs) but so when they reskinned it the character that they made, Luigi, was tall, the tallest character in the game, and that is canonically why Luigi is taller than Mario, because they're twins, but Luigi's taller because they threw him on the bigger character in Super Mario Bros. 2 from
3: Doki Doki Panic. All right, so I don't know if we're going to get to this. Um, I don't think we probably will, but why is Waluigi the tallest Game character. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the history of Waluigi. I don't even where, know what, where did where he come from? from. He just, he just came out of nowhere with his super wacky inflatable 2 arm arms. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know.
2: That's a that's a topic for another episode of One More Game. <laughs> Next week on One More Game, we talk all things Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Yeah-ho. Waluigi.
2: All right, anyways, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, we talked about it. All right, one year later in 1989, I'm two years old, Super Mario Brothers 3 comes out. Luigi shrinks back down to the same height as Mario. And uh, oh. here's a fun fact for you uh, The brainchild of Mario himself has stated publicly that Super Mario 3 isn't actually a video game, you're just watching a play. If you notice, when the game starts, there's a
1: yeah, like curtain, curtain. that Remember comes that. down yeah. and
2: rises up. So you're actually just yeah, watching yeah. a stage play. Yeah. Uh, so next time you play it, play it with that in mind, and you'll see some interesting stuff, like how the stage props work and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mhm.
2: And then there's a lull for you know less than a year. Super Mario World comes out and blows everyone's mind with uh, on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System or Super Famicom and uh yeah we all three have talked about how awesome that game is i don't really have a whole lot for you on that one what do you guys remember like your favorite aspect of that game was
3: i don't i mean i thought it was all really good i i remember being a kid and just struggling with essentially all the levels um and then you know years later you look back and people like skip the whole entire map yeah and at the end of the game you're just like what like how do you figure that out
2: hours of i remember my favorite thing and one thing that i was most mind blown by in that game was that you could beat levels in a secret different way that was kind of hard to figure out if you weren't didn't know what you were looking for yeah and that was like what you would talk about on the playground it's like oh have you beat the ghost Pound or the ghost level where you unlock the, you know, place where you can go unlock Yoshi for free and stuff?
1: That is I mean. not what I <laughs> talked about on the playground. <laughs> What'd you talk about on the playground? What we didn't f- talk, we just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> nice. He's from, works
2: too. he's from 8 Mile, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then we wait for five years or Yoshi's Island, which actually is Super Mario World Two, that not a lot of people knew uh, at the time because I don't even think it said Super Mario World Two; it just said Yoshi's Island on it. Uh, Do you guys ever play Yoshi's Island? It's actually really good.
3: I did. Yeah, I thought it was great. I did not get in there on that Steam Deck.
2: Uh, and once, then once you show us how. And then the world moves into 3D. Super Mario 64, which uh, Swift has already talked about, but uh, it basically invents the 3D platformer genre. And uh, I remember this being the one game that I never owned, but rented like 17 times when I was a kid. For some reason, I just (laughs) didn't own it.
1: Like Blockbuster? Yeah. All
3: right, I forget how that worked back in the day because... Did you have like the memory cartridge in your controller that it just saved and you could continue on, or did you restart every time that you rented the game?
2: I think I had a memory card, right? It went in the controller on the bottom, where the rumble yeah, pack would go in the
3: back. Yeah, yeah. I think, or it was in the that like front little slot, so to speak, in the N64. Yeah. I can't remember. I think that was the RAM expansion thing, maybe. Anyways. But I, yeah, I mean that would—I feel like that would be very frustrating to rent the game and yeah. have to start all over. Yeah, that's a good. Point. Um, but wasn't dude, the Rumble this, Pack in this the game controller? Is, well, yeah, but the I Rumble don't, Pack was
1: in the controller.
2: I was too poor for a Rumble Pack, dude. But
1: you didn't have oh, to you, put the Rumble Pack in get the like controller. You hand like a secondhand Rumble Pack that your. Rich I remember didn't you could use. rent
2: games, and they would give like rent you the Rumble Pack with it. If Come it with game. the Rumble Pack. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think Star Fox, the rumble pack would come with the rental, all that, a couple other games. Anyways, nice, cool. And uh, yeah, Mario's 3D, and he'll return to 2D here and there, but uh, from then on, it was, uh, it was a whole new world, a 3D world. But now we're going to enter into the longest gap of any mainline Mario game. From Super Mario 64, I remember thinking, like, are they ever gonna make another Mario like real game after this? Uh, and so, in 2002, Super Mario Sunshine comes out on the GameCube, and it was good. Uh, it has its following. Um, it's kind of rough on the controls. I don't know if you guys have played that one. Um, I don't think I have. It's fun, but it definitely it's hard to control. I'll give you that, because it was. GameCube is a little bit weird, um, but you will also notice a lot of a lot of the stuff that shows up later in later games, especially Super Mario Odyssey. Also started from Super uh, Mario Sunshine, right? And then uh, new Super Mario Bros. You guys play that on Wii, kind of back into the two D platformer party type game, and they just start spitting nope. out a bunch of these kind of smaller. Type games, but then 07 and 2010 Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 come out, and they are the top-rated Mario games on Metacritic, both with 97s. So uh, is that
3: because you're uh, biased? Because you talked about it earlier? Or no,
2: dude. I, uh, what's going on? I I'm I just spit facts. I just talk
3: know? what I just
1: read. What I see. <laughs> I read the <laughs> teleprompter.
2: Yeah. Uh, FU San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go check those games out because they're awesome mario galaxy one and two uh yep then we got mario 3d land in 2011 new super mario brothers 2 and new super mario brothers u in 2012 super mario 3d world all these are kind of smaller platformer games with n- not doing anything super new uh and then super mario maker comes out in 2015 with the follow-up in 2019 and then, really, the biggest major entry in the series uh, of recent is Super Mario Odyssey, which we've talked about being a masterpiece. It Best is masterpiece,
3: dude. uh me pick up Matt. Did you play uh, Super Mario Maker at all, or Maker Two?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. Is that is the remake on the Switch? Is it that is. What that
3: yeah. Just came out. It, yeah. Did. So no, uh, I never played that. The Stroke and I played at Shaw when we were there, and you could create your own levels and you could yeah, play right. other people's levels who had because you had to the the big shtick of it was you could create an impossible level, and if you couldn't yeah. beat your own level, then it wouldn't get published. But
0: oh yeah, some, some of the levels out levels.
3: there yeah. are crazy. Like yeah. uh video game donkey does the like the most difficult level of <laughs> I think of all time. Yeah, it's just like spinning fireball maker. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh, okay. those games were they they were fun. I again it's kind of me not being creative enough to create an actual level that's difficult for people to do. Um so I never truly got into them, but but it was it was fun to try other people's creations and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I used to watch a streamer play some of those like most difficult levels, right? And it just makes me realize how bad of a gamer I am watching them do these things that they do. <laughs> like, <laughs> no shot I could ever do what they're doing. Ever. Yeah,
3: I also feel like it takes. I mean, when Dunk when I watched the donkey video, I feel like it probably took him
1: a thousand fifteen tries.
3: hours, <laughs> fifteen hours of life to do that to get the timing this, of everything right.
1: Yeah, and some of that is not gamer-ing it's like that seems like an obsession yeah yeah for sure
2: it's like can you hire me please nintendo look at this awesome level i spent a quarter of my life working on yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. that's wild yeah it's cool but they were, it was they were fun yeah
0: <laughs> Honestly, it was, better.
2: It yeah. was. My favorite part of odyssey was when you would go from into those little 2d versions of it you know where they would like put you on the side of a cliff face and you were like 2d mario all of a sudden yeah such a creative this is genius genius
3: they did such a good job
2: all right so what do you guys think is the top selling mario game of all time
1: Ooh, i want to go with a wii one probably
2: a Wii game because it that sold yeah. so many.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go with
3: 60 Super Mario 64.
1: Okay, no, 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 no. So, I like if, if it wasn't one of the mainline Marios, I would say Mario Kart 8 since it was on Wii, Wii U, and uh, Switch.
3: Oh, I didn't know we were branching out, I thought we were strictly talking,
1: but okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I want to go with Galaxy, one of the galaxies.
2: All right, I'll hit you with the top 3 cuz these kind of surprised me. Uh so number 1 is number 1, Super Mario Brothers, the original. 40 million copies.
1: What? For
3: the NES?
1: Mhm. That was, like
3: who, video games who, who even, even has like, an Neymar NES there. There's
1: yeah. like a there's like 1 billion less people on the planet, too. Right.
2: So that this game, I think more than any other game in history is universally recognized as like, if you bought, if you bought video games at some point in your life and you were alive during that time, you bought this game. Like you, if you bought a Nintendo, you bought this game, which is hard to say for a lot of other stuff.
3: So when, when are these stats collected Were they in the past couple of years? And uh, if it's just like resale as well or what?
2: Yeah. Well no, they don't count resale. It's just bought retail um in one way or another. But uh Okay. Uh let's see, where was the other one? Uh the second one was you were on the right system there, Pickle Matt, but the new Super Mario Brothers on Wii was the the second top seller with thirty million copies and then Super Mario Odyssey because there's so many damn switches uh is number yeah, three i think it's somewhere in the yeah. twenty twenty millions. but uh yeah yeah
1: that's wild
3: plus crazy. people were lis- listening to our podcast right. and realized how much of a good game it was so they had to download it
2: yeah i think we both had it as our top game on the switch when we did that episode of last year yep
3: absolutely
1: yeah. Literally no other website or anything called that game a good game and we were the kind of yeah, the first. Only ones.
2: one more game podcast. You heard it here first. That's
3: right. That's right.
2: All right. Well there you have it. The big the big uh, uh so uh I think you mentioned this before, Pickle Matt. You know how many other games Mario's been that's not his own?
1: Oh, I mean it's gotta be in the maybe two hundred.
2: Yeah, two fifty. Two hundred and fifty yeah. games Mario has appeared in.
1: Mario is, and Sonic at the two thousand fourteen Sochi Olympics. Yeah, Mario Golf, Mar- Mario Strikers, Mario Bl- Yeah, Mario uh, Tennis. Mario yeah. V Rabbids.
2: Yeah. Paper Mario. Mario Paint. Oh, you remember Mario Paint on uh, Super Nintendo?
3: Yeah, Mario Paint. That was good. Dude, you just reminded me of Paper Mario. That was uh, a great a game. Great games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that
2: There's was good. A lot good. of good stuff out there. Uh cool. And that's not to mention the uh the other spin-offs from the series like Donkey Kong. Luigi, Mario, while Luigi uh Yoshi's games on Game Boy and all that kind of stuff. So uh what a what an impact I th- I think it's safe to say, we can say it here on one more game that if aliens came here and they were like we want to know about this phenomenon called video games, what is the one thing you would show them to kind of summarize video games on Earth? It would be Mario. Elden right? Ring. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Elden yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, El- I, I want to go to Super Mario World really badly now. Yeah, me too. When is that open? Actually, uh,
2: it's already open in LA.
1: Oh, oh, it's in LA, that's right. Damn it, yeah.
3: Super Nintendo World. Yeah, but... come on, man.
2: Whatever. Um, man.
1: everybody knows what it is, dude. The even
3: the the Donkey Kong games, like, I still have those on my Switch, yeah. I mean and the fact that you know you think about mario like the standard mario games but like unpickled matt was talking about um mario party i mean mario kart mario kart
2: is this whole genre of games that exist because of mario
1: oh yeah it's crazy hey, hey but hats off to dk for uh creating jump man
2: yeah thanks to Yeah, God. that's right you the man the og <sighs> all right well there you have it folks that is one more game's coverage of uh the big man mario uh m- more joy brought to video gamers around the world than any other he's like the disney of uh of video games that's kind of how I. he's
1: he's the kleenex of video games yeah
2: yeah the brand name the the, the
1: facial tissue yeah. kleenex
2: all right. Cool. That's it. Let's get into what we played this week. Do the Marios with- all right. I'm not going to listen to that whole song because it's obnoxious, but the- all right. There <laughs> <laughs> you Matt. You didn't get to play a whole lot. What do you got?
1: Uh, Well, first off, I want to bring up the fact that you guys slided me on uh, the news that I sent uh, of the Xbox Series S toaster that's coming out soon.
2: Yeah, I'm over. I'm over gamer toasters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a uh, multiples of those.
2: Yes, there's okay. a Razer toaster that will burn the Razer image into your toast.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I want the the red ring of death in my toast. Oh, nice! Is there an Xbox 360 just, that says that?
2: There's a squirt three half, three quarter circle of jelly on
3: your.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, or
3: or ketchup, <laughs> <laughs> just like <Yeah>. wee. <laughs>
1: nice. Go right, go with your uh, Xbox Series X uh, refrigerator nicely. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I only played Hades, uh, only on the Steam Deck, and I did beat Hades, Mister Hades himself, once. And then I've, yeah. yeah, dude. So I actually beat him on like my ninth or tenth run. So
3: dude,
1: I actually have I've done like sixty
3: runs and haven't gone gotten close. God, what? gamer,
1: dude. <laughs> I know dude. this guy's so good. How are I you so I bad just...
2: at all the other games we play with you?
1: Because <laughs> I don't have to aim. Oh. Yeah, dude. No, it, I I think I just know the with all the roguelikes I play, I think you just have to, like, know the power-ups to take. Yeah. Do you... Uh, to uh, make combos.
2: Here's a question, because I also noticed you were pretty good, I think better than uh, Swift and I at picking up boss fights in Elden Ring. Are you able to pick up on, like, animation, swing animations and stuff? Because there's some of that in Hades, too.
1: I I can, but I'll have, like, a good run where I can, like destroy hades easily but then do you ever get those times when you're gaming where it just like all falls apart at once yeah, you just and, completely like, forget how. oh uh, yeah. yeah and you just like can't dodge a single damn thing um yeah. so when i was doing when i beat him the first time i was just having a good good run dodging him but uh yeah ever since then i, I think i beat him once more since but uh so you're
3: the, you are the um shift of video games as far as fighter pilot stuff yeah like you're the no. savant
1: no only when it comes to uh top-down roguelites oh, okay. okay roguelikes yeah
2: nice yes well you but got the steam
1: deck man uh oh, it's so good i can't wait for hades 2
2: yeah you got some uh stuff coming out yeah so are you gonna uh, you think you're gonna pick up that uh castlevania dead space or not
1: dead space dead cells um i might i'll see what my plate looks like i was going to jump into hogwarts legacy but i just don't i don't feel the i don't feel like i'll be able to devote the time to really enjoy it so yeah that could be my next one nice
2: well cool that's insane dude uh okay i have since i haven't be even made it past elysium is that the green one like the fancy one elysium
1: you haven't made it past elysium Uh. yeah it's yeah it's the green what, it's how many like more
2: areas do i have after that too
1: you you have to beat uh the sticks which is the area just before hades
2: i've been to Styx once actually now that i think about it yeah
1: okay well, so what do you have you upgraded your guys' divine whatever it's called so that you get an extra life what do you guys in so. your what do you guys spending your purple goo bullshit on
3: I don't know. I was it's spending on so decorations. decorations.
1: No, that's the gem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> got to get them cosmetics. In the room of requirement,
2: <laughs> I'm building my... Uh...
1: Oh, wrong game. Uh Whatever. You guys will get it figured out if you ever jump in.
2: Yeah. I got to beat all the Final Fantasies first, so call me in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. All right. Cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, I'll go next, and Swift, you can... Uh, lead the way out but uh let's see i played some destiny 2 lightfall i played more of the story missions i've read a lot of the review bombing that's happening on steam and there's a lot of uh, truth in there the story kind of sucks and uh, but to be quite honest with you the story in destiny has never really been all that great um so i don't know what they were expecting but it is kind of weird that this expansion is kind of supposed to be starting to tie up loose ends and explain shit that's been going on in the last decade of destiny-ing. And all of a sudden they're introducing all this new stuff that's like been right under your nose the whole time. Like why why is there a planet in our solar system that we haven't been to all of a sudden that is this hugely important thing, but they're not gonna explain why. So it's kind of lame, I'll be honest with you, but the gameplay is
1: great it's kind of like a tv series where you can definitely tell like they didn't have any idea where they exactly. like, lost they have lo- no I, idea
2: i literally was going to liken it to lost when they were when yeah like, cool concept but we didn't think people were going to like it that long so now we got to like yeah it. yeah exactly that's that's exactly uh, how it feels uh mm-hmm. so the payoff is going to suck but we'll see Could um what else? Final Fantasy 2. Let's see how many hours I got in there. Uh, I think I'm probably right around... I don't know. Five or six hours now. I just beat the Dreadnought. In this game, I never thought that a top-down... Hey, look
1: at that. pixelated. It says Stroke just uh, logged on to <laughs> Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, I'm playing Hades. <laughs> Team deck, baby. Uh,
2: I never thought that a pixelated final fantasy jrpg old school game would like make me think about like real world stuff but there's a scene in there where this super overpowered aerial death machine just bombs all these cities and then you go back into these cities and start talking to the people and they're like they're, everyone's dead and my i'm i'm injured oh and, I, and you're just like holy it's sh- like slaughterhouse five exactly and i was just like what I thought this was happy-go-lucky, so... Oh, 7.1 hours, wow, time flies. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it a little bit more than Final Fantasy One. but I there's a very big critique that I hate, I hope it doesn't continue in future games, but you level weapon types. So like, you remember in WoW Swift where you would have to swing an axe if you didn't... You'd be, like, level 80, but you had never used an axe, so you have to start whiffing with an axe for, like, an Other, hour. Yeah, otherwise of, it
3: misses... This yeah.
2: game uses that mechanic, so it's terrible. Ugh. Uh, that sucks. But you'll get a new weapon, and you're you're like, well, that weapon's really good, but I'm not going to use it because Swift has never picked up a, a sword, so useless. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. That's rough. Uh, but otherwise, it's pretty fun. Hogwarts Legacy, I've been uh, getting after it a little bit more. I can fly now. I'm on my broom.
3: Uh, isn't the flying mechanic horrible it's bad the controls there's got to be a different control (laughs) set (laughs) you i think so my first few times flying i was like like, what is that i think like right when i got the game i sent it out to the the gamer chat and i was just like flying is horrendous in this (laughs) game but once you kind of get used to it it's not nearly as bad you just kind of have to figure it out but no it's it's not ideal
2: it's not inverted which
3: screws with me as a pilot right so i like, i switched mine to inverted oh can you just
1: up, for flying? up and down just yeah for flying?
3: just for flying
1: okay i'm always split on inverted or not but i figured that flying broomsticks in that game would be absolutely awful
3: so here's for, why it's for bad this game stab. flying inverted is good Your right
2: stick is up and down but if you go left and right with the right stick, it moves the camera. But to steer left and right, oh. it's
3: the left stick. It's, atro- it's is- atrocious. Oh no no no! It is. Bad. And it, and sometimes if you like steer too hard to one way and you push too hard because you're not used to it with your the camera, then all of a sudden you're looking at your face and you're steering like and you're just like flying is- in a circle. <laughs> you're like, what why am is I upside happening?
1: down? <laughs> <laughs> that uh the only time that no that doesn't work there's, there's no way to change the controls to like something I, that makes sense i
2: haven't looked but
1: you don't i looked and you don't i don't have to fly think there was so,
3: i don't know you have to I, fly
1: i think a lot i think they should have just gone with like a more like uh assisted flying
3: yeah
2: i don't know
1: how much i don't know how much it goes into the combat or how skillful it gets but sometimes just having it assist you the entire time is way better mm.
3: Yeah, no combat when you're flying. You're yeah. just going from point A to point B, or doing a race or something. And the flying is—it's not good.
2: You can revelio when you're flying. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. It's still fun though. I like the game. Uh, I will say there's some stuff in there that just doesn't really make sense with the fact that you're a Hogwarts student. Like you're just walking in the wilderness at like one in the morning and there's like a random student walking by like reading a book like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's going on here
2: where's your what's your curfew bro uh,
1: but anyways. it's like uh, gilmore do you my wife watches gilmore girls in those old sitcom shows they always have way too many extras in the show <laughs> and like people are all walking around in the background the whole time like dozens and dozens of people it just looks stupid
2: just, just being extra that's where the word came from
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm,
2: yeah nice played some fall guys i think liam and i just reached level 45 on the battle pass i've won seven nice i've won seven total uh whatever they call them episodes
3: you mean nice. you mean uh, liam yep. has won six and you won one no liam has yet to win a, a full
2: <laughs> round but uh he's getting there uh, let's see, and then I decided to play, because it's probably going to be the last few times that I even do it, because of what's going to happen here in the next little bit, but uh, Diablo 3, I just wanted to check out the new season, play the game before I uh, move on to the bigger and better things, and wow, was I quickly reminded how old that game is. You tell us you had
1: cancer or something.
2: No, because it looks old, uh, which is weird to me to think about, but it is very, very old. Yeah. Almost what was it? It came out in twenty thirteen, I think. So we're going on eleven Diablo. years.
1: Diablo three. Diablo four looks kinda old from yeah. the videos. The graphics
2: what?
1: the graphics I mean it, the gameplay
2: for what they yeah. Don't seem like cutting edge, but it's better than the old one.
3: Yeah. It's just I style, feel like it's the style. It's also the yeah, exactly. I think it's also the style of the game. Like Yeah. We don't need retracing in
1: Diablo 4. Well, didn't Diablo 4 get a bunch of credit because they have like the required PC specs are like the lowest and lower big big title game coming out.
2: I just hope the launch is good cuz the Diablo 3 launch was atrocious.
1: All right, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. you always have Diablo Inferno if you don't like it.
2: <laughs> Immortal, come on.
1: Or yeah, whatever. Do you I mean, not no have phone
2: games, dude? What
1: are you not from China?
2: I'm surprised you haven't tried that Swift, based on your conversation about phone games last week. But uh, what, what what'd you get into?
1: He only plays it when he poops, though. That's not a poop game. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's
3: true. Can't be. I have been. I still have been playing Pocket Champs on my phone. <laughs> that game is awesome. Playing Pocket Champs while you poop. Pocket Champs while I poop. Yeah, nice I need it. my alone time. You know, I need my feet to go to sleep. Yeah, you're like, wait, uh,
2: how long have I been sitting here? I should probably, I should probably wipe and get on out. I
1: should probably get get on out there to uh, real life. I wish I could sit on the pot for more than five minutes.
3: Not uh, anymore. Um, so for me, we talked about it originally. I beat Hogwarts Legacy. Nice. Uh, at least the solid, uh, like the storyline. I so Craig the ghost sent us his. A screenshot of him beating the game and he was at ninety-eight percent on challenges. Dang and and then he went back and got to a hundred percent. So good for him for platinuming games. Um, that's a that's I, dedication. I beat the game. So he was level thirty-nine when he beat the game. I beat the game at level twenty five and was at thirty two percent of challenges.
1: Jeez. So, is it is it one of those ridiculous platinums like where you have to like go to every corner of the map and Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: mean, I don't know how ridiculous it is. I just didn't do it. Like I didn't. It it got to a point where I, I was enjoying side quests at first, and I was doing them, and then yeah. eventually I was just like, like, dude, I I beat the game at level twenty five. I spent forty like two hours on it. That's so it's not serious. like. I mean I'll I'll be honest most of that time like some I shouldn't say most some of that time was the game on my computer online and there. me playing pocket champs yeah. on the pooper <laughs> you know so um it's not true truly play time but it, like it's not a short game by any means so I I don't I'm definitely not going to go back and 100% it. nice um, but overall really really fun the the Last battle is awesome. It's, nice. They do such a good job with the whole last sequence of the end of the story. um No spoilers, nice. but nice, nice, you nice. guys, if you play it, uh, pickle mat, you will really enjoy it.
2: No spoilers, yeah. but Voldemort dies. Wait. <laughs> okay.
1: No. Here's a question. So you know how the uh, time gets frozen in the Harry Potter universe. Where they're like still using quills?
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: What about when they were wizards and witches before like quills? Why did they decide to stop in that time period? Sorry.
3: I I don't know what to tell you.
2: Why does the battle for the universe in Star Wars come down to a sword fight when there's
1: machines that can (laughs) blow (laughs) up planets? Like you'd think like maybe they stop at like ballpoint pens in the 90s or something, you know?
2: Yeah, remember those jelly no, ones no, that no, all the no. girls had—the hot girls and those ones.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, the gel pens. Yeah.
3: Um, and then the only other game that I played this week was Destiny 2: Lightfall, and I just got through the uh essentially the intro. I didn't play anything past that. Nice. So I, I have no idea about the story or anything. I'm I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, Gameplay is fun, weird, but. As long as the game, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple human being. Yeah. Like people critique music, movies all the time. If it entertains me, I'm happy. I don't, I don't care. Right. If the game is fun to play, I'm happy. I'm I don't not really a smart gamer, the, but I know I what fun need, is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need the lore necessarily. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I think probably my least favorite trend in gamer culture is review bombs if for stuff that like people get mad about about video game <laughs> video games. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. I'm not about that.
2: Uh, but whatever. The story is not great. Um, but you know what? The game is fun enough for them to keep giving getting your sixty dollars every couple years, so uh suck it up. Buttercup.
1: It's it's kinda yep. sad too, because it wasn't Witch Queen like the one of the best stories?
2: Yeah. That's kinda why I think why everyone was so down on it because they had all yeah. these cool story threads going and then all of a sudden we just went what the f where are, why are we on neptune and who are these random dudes that have been not participating in this epic battle space battle for the last whatever i don't yeah. know. as long as the raid's good i'll be happy
3: yeah, we need to we need to get in there and raid, you know, mm-hmm. just like we did last uh, expansion.
2: World's first. Let's go. <laughs> Dude,
1: my raid. first my first destiny raid experience was uh, included. Swift being <laughs> totally drunk and falling asleep as the raid was happening. And yeah, then suddenly I mean, disappearing from the game six
2: hours.
3: And evan- <laughs> eventually it got a little boring. I just you oh. know, had to fall asleep. It was,
1: it was boring long before that, but I was dedicated at that point. But <laughs>
3: yeah. Huh pot
2: committed <laughs> <laughs> well there you have it folks that is what uh the three of us played this week and uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that reach out to us like i said omg underscore podcast gg on twitter instagram and uh we'd love to hear from you that's it for this week we talked about mario we talked about upcoming video games and as we do we brought you video game news one More Game Podcast, always looking to uh, upgrade for you on how we bring you your news. So if you got any ideas, reach out to us, join the Discord, and uh, join the chat. If you are listening abroad and you'd like to join us in the chat every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, you can find us at twitch.tv omgpodcast. Love to have you in there. Chat with us about video games while we chat about video games. You can find myself swift pickle matt streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the stroke swift me die and i'm pickle matt here and there it's a straight
1: up lie for me
2: and pickle <laughs> matt does not do that unless uh, mortuary's assistant is a new release then he does
1: yeah mortuary's assistant too. be on the lookout <laughs> <laughs> he's going
2: 24 hours marathon <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. You can also find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or one more game blog, where you can find our uh, blogs about video games reviews, tech reviews. Be, uh, keep your eyes peeled for a Steam Deck review/how-to slash how-to on uh, making that thing reach its full potential as an emulation machine. And uh, tapping into some other things like Game Pass. So uh, check that out here shortly. Probably upcoming in the next week. All right, boys, before we go, you got anything for these guys?
1: Hey, uh, my AT&T Fiber um, that I signed up for randomly, they said that I unlocked my reward of six months of NVIDIA GeForce Now. Mm -hmm. So if anybody has any recommendations for that... I have legitimately have no idea what's on there. I assume it's a lot of the same as Game Pass, but shoot me a a line or a, a email if if there's any good suggestions there.
2: One cool thing about GeForce Now, pickle Matt, is you can play cloud-based streaming versions of your Steam library on that if you own a game. Oh, so okay. I'll it Steam has a Steam it library. has an interesting integration with Steam that uh, the other. Subscription services don't have. So that's how I played The Witcher. I played through GeForce Now on my TV in Holloman because I own. Oh, on nice. Yeah,
1: that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I wish the Tesla would get. Uh, had a five five G modem. I don't. I think it's going to be too laggy to play on that. Yeah, truth. Input lag would be rough. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool, cool, Swift. Anything before we go?
1: uh
3: no not really happy to be
1: here proud to serve
2: proud to serve all right thanks guys thanks for joining us and uh as always just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming game on gamers and we'll see you on the next episode of one more game boys
0: see ya see ya see ya you've been listening to the one more game podcast Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.